Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. My name is Callan. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Anna, as always, and we're here once again to talk about some fun stuff we've been watching or consuming in some way. So, uh, Anna, welcome. How are you doing? (laughs) Doing pretty good. Got a long weekend ahead, so that's always fun. Yeah, been consuming a few things, so I'm excited to talk about that. How are you? I'm fine. We're excited to be back in the in the recording game, and <laughs> we um, have a few episodes that have been coming out, um, a couple from last year, so thank you for listening, even if they were a little bit delayed, and some info might have been outdated, but they're there for you, so... Hope y'all have enjoyed being back with us. We're excited to be back here again. Of course, we are enjoying some beverages tonight of our of our selection. So, Anna, what are you enjoying tonight? <laughs> well, I'm going a little simple and just having a Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Classic, though. Yeah, I was kind of rushing, so I just grabbed that. I did want to mention a funny article that I read that actually I sent you, Callan, and I thought Mm -hmm. it was hilarious and appropriate for our our show. So, and it kind of goes with my diet soda. (laughs) Tom Hanks was on Stephen Colbert and was talking about that he drinks Diet Coke with champagne. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought that was very strange. I mean, those are two things that I like, but don't really know how great they would taste together. I mean, they're two bubbles, so I guess it makes it extra bubbly, but I feel like the Diet Coke would really, like, overpower the the champagne taste so well first of all i really hope he is using like a cheap champagne (laughs) and not some like awful blasphemous mixture (laughs) but i don't think i could get behind that because honestly i hate diet coke i think it's disgusting so i'm sure maybe other people might want to try this mixture and i would be curious if this is something like a lot of people actually do that we just don't know and he's bringing awareness <laughs> or if he made this up himself but I guarantee a lot of people will be trying it now yeah he he said he basically came up with it so okay I wonder what made him decide let me try <laughs> this mixture let me just put two of these together I'm celebrating but I'm also on a diet <laughs> right I don't know interesting yeah well I would try it Mm -hmm. i mean i'll try any any beverage once (laughs) just to see maybe it makes the diet coke better i don't know who knows yeah that's true i'm more of a coke zero person yeah and i'm about to say the fact that we all know (laughs) i can't remember if i have said this on here before or not but and you know where i'm going Mm -hmm. with this don't you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's because I'm a broken record. I say the same no, I love things it. over and over again. <laughs> My brother taught me this, but Diet Coke is actually Diet New Coke. Now, if you were not a marketing major like me, or 
you don't know random trivia, then you would not know this. <laughs> or if you don't have people in your life like my brother who just know random crap, <laughs> then you wouldn't know. But New Coke came out, I want to say, in the 80s, 70s or 80s. Uh, they changed the recipe of Coca-Cola. And it was like the biggest flop ever <laughs> because, of course, Coke itself is very good. There's a reason it has stood the test of time. If you like soda, then you probably are fine with Coke. Well, they changed the recipe and it flopped and they ended up changing it back. But Diet Coke is the diet version of New Coke. Coke Zero is the diet version of regular Coke. That's why, to me, Coke Zero tastes so much more like regular Coke mm -hmm. than Diet Coke does. So there's your <laughs> fact of the day. But I think that's very interesting because it's interesting to me that New Coke went away, but Diet Coke, people, like, that is their drink of choice mm -hmm. still yeah i remember when coke zero came out which makes me feel a little old at this point but <laughs> i was at a mississippi braves game and they were handing out coke zero outside the stadium for free interesting just like trying <laughs> to get people to try yeah. it you know and it's funny looking back on that because coke zero is such a normal thing to see at any like on any fountain, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, there was a time where they were just trying to get people to taste it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'm a I'm a diet drink aficionado. That's one of my one of my talents. I'm pretty good at identifying mm -hmm. which is which. So not you know, some of us have useful talents and some of us not so much. <laughs> but <laughs> hey. Some people get like a, you know, they get a fountain drink and they're like, this tastes off. And it's like, yeah, well, it's regular Dr. Pepper instead of Diet Dr. Pepper. But um, <laughs> anyway. So were you like, were you able to tell when like Dr. Pepper 10 came out versus Dr. Pepper Zero or Diet Dr. Pepper? I feel like my skill set <laughs> is not so much with dr pepper i'm i use that example but that's okay. not really great i mean i can tell the difference between regular dr pepper and diet dr pepper sure i yeah. haven't really drank enough dr pepper zero or yeah dr pepper mm -hmm. 10 to really know the difference but i can definitely tell the difference between coke diet coke and coke zero mm -hmm. and the mountain dews so i can tell the difference between zero diet and regular um that's mm -hmm. that's about where my my skill stops. I can tell what's Pepsi because I absolutely hate Pepsi. Yeah. I mean, Diet Pepsi's horrible. Regular Pepsi, like, I hate Sierra Mist. Mountain Dew is the only redeeming factor for them. For the Pepsi company. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I give them business because, you know, it is one of those jokes that Monopoly money is not the same. Just like Coke is not the same as Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Pepsi's forever like just the the like I it's it, not it's even never going to live up. Yeah, and it's not even one of those things like, you know, I don't have uh Sprite. Do you want Sierra Mist? And it's like, no. I'll just have water. <laughs> like yeah. Like it's not even no, like I, I can fight through it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's all forego. Well, have you seen Pepsi's new product to go against Sprite. 
No. Well, I kind of just saw a headline about it the other day in passing. Mm -hmm. And then at Kroger, actually, the other night, I saw it in the flesh. And it made me stop in my tracks because I was like, wait, what is this? Um, Because it was on one of those aisle things where half of it's Coke products, half of it's Pepsi products. And the box itself looks like Sprite and Mountain Dew had a baby. Hmm. I don't know what's happened to Sierra Mist to them. But supposedly this is supposed, maybe Sierra Mist and 7-Up are more competitive. Because mm-hmm. aren't the, is 7-Up Coke? I don't know, actually. Don't Probably. I feel, like I, I feel like we don't see that here a lot as far as like soda, yeah. like soda fountain. I feel like the Coca-Cola company owns so many, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. they own Dasani, they so it's just like weird. <laughs> yeah, and Smart Water. <laughs> yeah, strange. Yeah. Anyway, this one is called Starry. And it is, like, bright yellow and green and white packaging, mm-hmm. very loud. Um, so, if anyone has tried it, please let us know. I'm curious. Unless but. you give a raving review, I will not try it. <laughs> yeah. Or you give me a free can. I will not <laughs> there we go. Yeah. it. Because to me, I mean, I only drink a Sprite, like, if I have a stomach ache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, like, my mom never, like, we never drank sodas when I was younger. So I was very much not really, like, soda was just, like, so foreign to me. And whenever I started right. working at Chick-fil-A in high school, that's whenever I, like, I got really into soda because I could have as much as I wanted. <laughs> and, yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's whenever I really got into Coke Zero because I was like, oh, it's guilt-free. And, like, my mom can't get mad at me for drinking Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. about... What did you say it's called? Starry. Starry. Hmm. That's not very catchy to me. No. Yeah, Starry Soda, Lemon Lime. Oh, I'm sorry. Goodbye, Sierra Mist. Hello to Starry. Oh. Interesting that Mm -hmm. they would get rid of Sierra Mist. I mean, you know, not like I care, but... I know, because I remember when that came out, too. Yeah, so they are replacing it. Apparently, Sierra Mist is discontinued, so this will be the new thing. I mean, are there are there Sierra Mist lovers like there are Tab lovers? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think anyone can match Tab, <laughs> truly. Yeah, that's true. And maybe it's because I, I know there's someone in my life who is a Tab. That's right. Number one fan, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. My mom and my aunt both, like, love Tab beyond belief. And to make 2020 even worse, they discontinued Tab, (laughs) Coke did. And it was actually the first diet drink ever. It actually had saccharin in it instead of aspartame. So that's why, to me, it was better than a lot of other diet drinks that do have aspartame. Mm -hmm. Because that sometimes gives it that weird aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of tab lovers. Like people, they're very few, but they were passionate. <laughs> um, if you ever watched that '70s show, you would see them drinking tab. It was very popular back then. Yeah, it's sad. I do have recurring dreams though that I see tab available in a grocery store <laughs> and I buy it all. So I'm hopeful that is like a premonition of it coming back. Yeah, you never know. I think an independent company should purchase it and purchase the recipe and make it because, yeah. I mean, people will keep it alive. But yes, and I did check myself. 7-Up is distributed by Pepsi, um, but 
the brand and the recipe are actually owned by Keurig Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting blend of the company, but yeah, there you go. But it is distributed by Pepsi. We're just learning new things. I know. All the 7-Up fans that were yelling through the car or (laughs) however you're listening to this were saying it's Pepsi, but now we know. Always here to learn. Love a good soda discussion. Dr. Pepper will be al- always be one of the loves of my life. It's Definitely. so good. I have been to Dr. Pepper's grave, so I feel like a true fan. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Where was that? <laughs> um, if you don't know me, hi, I'm Anna, and I like roadside attractions. <laughs> it's so true more than anyone i know thanks um it is in (laughs) rural retreat virginia okay um yeah my parents uh, it was a few years ago we were driving through virginia and washington dc and everything and i was looking up random roadside attractions to stretch our legs and dr pepper's grave so it's a very beautiful cemetery. Wow. Like, it overlooks a hillside. It's, like, really nice. So. I would love to, yeah, I would love to see that. Just yeah, to say pay your I respects. Have, you know? Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I do love that about you. And if anyone also is curious, I've got a Dr. Pepper fact ready to go. <laughs> Back in the day, if if you've seen, like, a, a vintage Dr. Pepper sign or you know, merchandise or bottle or anything, then you've probably seen the logo that has the 10, the two and the four on Mm -hmm. it kind of in the shape of a clock. Just looking at that now, it's like, what, what does this mean? Um, But when it came out, they originally marketed it to people to at like as a health benefit, basically, just like they did with Coke and all that back then. And so in all of the advertising, they encouraged you to have a Dr. Pepper at 10, 2, and 4 <laughs> during the day to keep your energy up and, you know, all of that. So, you know, of course, if you're drinking three Dr. Peppers a day, you're going to be buying them quite a bit. True. So very good uh, tactic there, but <laughs> probably not so good for your health if you did follow those instructions. But yeah, that is why that little design is there. Very interesting. And, I mean, somewhat recently, the oldest living woman said that she drinks a Dr. Pepper every day, so. Correct. My inspiration <laughs> for life. Yeah. So, I mean, she's obviously doing something right. That's right. I guess y'all didn't know you were coming to a History of Soda <laughs> That's right. podcast. And we didn't either. Welcome. <laughs> we do love that. Now I want a Dr. Pepper, so. Oh, well. I'll have to get one of those this week. But. Ah. <sighs> Well, I'm not drinking a soda after all that chat. <laughs> I am not having that. Um, I am having a repeat. Uh, it's not at its best quality. I also was in a hurry and grabbed a cider that I've had on here before, the Urban Tree Cider, um, the Orange You and IPA. And it wasn't cold, so mm. I poured it over some ice, and that w- <laughs> it's just not that very, not that good. Um <laughs> Obviously, it waters it down. There's a reason they don't give you a draft of anything on ice. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I might switch just to the room temperature can and say I'm in Germany. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So um, now that we've covered what we have been drinking, among other things, what have you been consuming lately? Well, I've been really into The Traders on Peacock. Oh, I do want to watch that soon before it spoils. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel as well, especially since I believe all the episodes are up. Like, they release them all at once. So I have been avoiding Twitter like the plague because usually I get spoiled on things on Twitter. But, yeah, I've been really into it. Very fun. It's funny because I watched The Mole on Netflix and I watched Snake in the Grass. That was also on Peacock earlier 2022 and then I'm watching this (laughs) so the shows are all have very similar qualities but so far I'm really liking the traders I think even more mainly because unlike the other two shows we know like the audience knows who the traders are from the very beginning and basically the game is mafia if you've ever played that where you have I mean they don't call them mafia but you know the party game mafia you have a certain amount of people who work together to try to kill off quote unquote kill no one being murdered for sure but um (laughs) trying to kill off all the townspeople before they try to kill off the traitors or the mafia so it's essentially the same thing but alan cumming is the host and i only know him from spy kids so (laughs) (laughs) but Uh, It's really fun, especially if, I mean, the reason why I'm watching it is because there are some reality TV stars on it. And is it okay if I mention who's on there or do you want to be surprised? No, I've seen a couple pictures, so go for it. Okay. I feel like we talked about the cast when it was originally released a while back. We have Suri from Survivor, Stephanie LaGrosa from Survivor, So super excited about those two. And then we had Rachel Riley, who (laughs) Callan got a video, a cameo from Rachel for my (laughs) birthday. So we have a special place in our heart for (laughs) Brinchel. Heck yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then also Cody Califuri from Big Brother as well is on it. And then the only other person I knew was Brandy. I don't know her last name from Real Housewives. Oh, Glanville. Yeah. I knew her from Celebrity Apprentice. (laughs) Yeah. She makes her way through the circuit. Right. Oh, and Ryan Lochte. (laughs) Also makes his way through the circuit. Uh, There is somebody from The Bachelor who I don't know. Oh, Ari. I think it's Ari, Yes. Is he likable, unlikable from The Bachelor? (laughs) It kind of sounded like he has... People have opinions. (laughs) So on his season where he was a contestant, he came in second and people did like him a lot. Like people have always talked about how he makes out because there's a lot of tongue. So (laughs) it's just it's just like a part of his character trait, Mm -hmm. if you will, on there. He came back years later and was The Bachelor. It was fine. He picked his girl, Becca, that people liked, you know, all good. But he became the most hated Bachelor. Essentially, he had um, a final two between Becca and Lauren. And he chose Becca and, you know, proposed to Becca. They got engaged. Well, you know, in the few months between it airing all the way and it filming 
you know, they have little weekend getaways and stuff in secret. So the public doesn't know who won. Well, on one of these weekend getaways, he told Becca, I basically should have picked Lauren. (laughs) And... This was the first time in Bachelor history slash any reality show that I have ever watched where they showed this happening and they showed it unedited. So there was like 30 or 45 minutes just of footage of like her getting there to the house like, hey, you know, I'm meeting up with my fiance. Him sitting her down on the couch and saying that proceeding to her like crying in the bathroom and you're hearing like their true conversation completely unedited oh wow and that was very intense I think it made it more intense Mm -hmm. because he's not he's not the first bachelor he's actually the second bachelor to say I should have picked the other girl but the first time it happened it happened after the season was over and you learned about it on after the final rose so this was like, we watched them get engaged, and then the next scene, we're cutting to this unedited thing. So, anyway, yeah, he was pretty hated after that, and he chose Lauren, but he and Lauren are married and have a couple kids, and so is the other one that also said I should have picked so-and-so. They got married, and um, so both of those people, I guess, were fine with taking them back after the heartbreak, but it has worked out for all of them so yeah interesting quite dramatic yes (laughs) he's always been a little bland to me so I'm curious how he is on something outside of The Bachelor right yeah it's been interesting watching you know the Survivor and Big Brother people outside of those shows yeah it's like half reality show people half just average Joes and Joeys I don't know what the female version of average (laughs) (laughs) Jane. Oh, yeah, duh. Um, It's not all... So it's not all celebrities? No. Interesting. Yeah, it is a little interesting. But I didn't know if they're, like, trying to get people to watch the show and then they're going to move to just Mm -hmm. never-before-seen people. I don't know. Right. It's been good. I've enjoyed it so far. We're... I'm, like, halfway through the season, so... Um, so far, so good. Next time we record, I'll probably have finished it, so I'll let y'all know how the ending is. Yeah, definitely. So each episode is different? Like, it's standalone? No, it's it's all the same cast. It is all connected? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. different okay. from Snake in the Grass, because that one was standalone. It's all the same people, and somebody gets murdered and banished every episode so far. I'm excited to watch. I love them all. I haven't watched the new version, but yeah, I think that will be fun. Yeah, definitely. I have been watching Special Forces. Have you seen oh, it? Oh, no. I saw the commercial for it, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> so, oh, I've, you know, only a few episodes have come out and um, my roommates and I are watching it. This is a must watch. Like that, this is coming from me and it do- I'm sure it does not look like it would be. But it is so funny. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> right. Or as funny as it is, but it is. So it's airing on Fox, I believe. So we're watching it on Hulu. It's 16 celebrities of 
you know, varying backgrounds. So I'm not going to name all 16. I don't remember all of them, but you have like Kate Gosselin, which is just funny already. Uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, Nastia Lukin, like another Olympic skier in there. Uh, Dwight Howard, Montel Jordan. So you've got, you know, athletes, musicians, Mm -hmm. actors, Tyler Florence from Food Network. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Like a former MLB guy, Mike Piazza, former like NFL guy. So kind of across the board, mm-hmm. all in relatively good enough shape um, to be there and participate. The premise is they're going to be in Jordan for um, 10 days. And I am like, Jordan is trying to get this tourism dollar right. because <laughs> they weren't on anything. And now all of a sudden they've been on this past season of Amazing Race. Now they're doing this. I mean, they've kind of sold me. I would like to get. Yeah. <laughs> so it's working. <laughs> There's four ex like military guys of different calibers, you know, different branches, like special forces. So these are these are intense <laughs> dudes. Mm-hmm. They're basically putting these 16 people through special forces level challenges. I will say in episode one, I think they lose like three or four people. <laughs> like it's wow. it's serious. <laughs> like there's only been a few episodes and they're down to half the people. Like it's crazy. Wow. Hmm. But it's just so funny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's because, number one, I think they are trying a little bit. Like, they have an intense voiceover that I feel like the editors know. But honestly, and maybe this is kind of bad, but, like, seeing the celebrities, like, I mean, on day one, we had barely done anything. And we're crying already. Like, these people are, like, shedding tears. I'm like, you haven't hardly done anything. Like, I don't (laughs) understand what the problem is but anyway yeah highly recommend yeah it was on my list because I saw I saw a commercial for it I'll definitely check it out because I mean that's what's hot right now I guess you know it kind of feels like early 2000s again but I'm I'm here for it so well Anna every week as you know we give a reason why our team, Kalyana, should be on The Amazing Race, and I would love to hear what you have for us this week. Yes. Well, I don't know about you, Callan, but, you know, Callan and I have mentioned in the past that probably a skill that will be difficult for us is something along the lines of building assembly. That's usually, like, a few tasks on The Amazing Race, some type of, you see a model and you have to recreate whatever it is, something like that. Well, I actually today put together an exercise bike that I got in the mail. Nice. Yes, thank you. So I've been putting that together. And also I got a Lego set for my birthday or Christmas, whatever holiday it was. And I've been working on that. So... Look at you. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm sure you are building some Ikea furniture at some point. I have. So we are committed to practicing Mm -hmm. things that we think are going to be a stumbling block for us. Mm -hmm. No pun intended with a block in your building. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of that today. I was like, while I was putting together that exercise bike, I was like, okay, this is preparing me. 
Mm -hmm. I am, I'm learning. That's great. (laughs) The kinesthetic part of my brain is like, we got this. Always trying to improve ourselves, better ourselves. Indeed. (laughs) So what you're saying is you can do the building roadblocks now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I'll, I'll give it a try and... (laughs) It's funny because usually on every season and there's an assembly challenge or something, the people who are parents are like, oh, I got this. I got, you know, I've put together so many toys. So Peter, maybe he'll be my my secret weapon now that I'll be putting together toys for him. So maybe that was the missing piece that we needed. I knew there was a reason you had him. (laughs) That was the only reason. <laughs> Thank you, Peter, for serving your purpose. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, I believe that when the challenge presents itself, we'll be ready. Absolutely. Well, um, it is my turn to educate on something today. And I'm going to do something that I don't... Yeah, I've kind of done it. Not all the way <laughs> before. <laughs> but um, I'm going to talk about a book that I read in 2022 just to change it up a little bit. Yeah. And I had a hard time kind of narrowing down what I wanted to discuss. But I think this is going to be a good one. Uh, I think I briefly mentioned it maybe in passing on our 2022 recap episode, but I did get back into reading last year and this was one of the books that I happened to read. So it's called One Day in December. Now, I realize that the holidays are over and it sounds like a holiday type book, but I actually read it like in September or or October. So I think you can read it any time of year. It's more about just like, the time of year and the setting, but it's not like, oh, this is a holiday read, you know? Mm-hmm. I saw this one, uh, honestly, when I go to the library, because I, I do love going to the library and picking out a book still, I kind of pick off the cover sometimes. I feel like that's what a lot of people yeah. do. <laughs> I mean, you know? there's a reason why judging a book by the cover is oh, true. a thing. <laughs> yeah, That's true, <laughs> yes. Well, I do that at the library for sure. Um, And it looked really cute. So I will kind of give you just the premise and an overview of the characters and my thoughts. But um, I'm not going to give away the ending or anything because I think all of you should read it if you're interested after I tell you about it. So I'll try to go pretty spoiler free. The description that I give, I want everyone to know the main summary is on the back of the book. So again, it may sound like I'm giving a spoiler, but I'm I'm not. You would see that anyway. <laughs> it's called One Day in December, like I said. So it's written by Josie Silver. So it came out in October of 2018. So relatively new. It is a long one-ish, depending on your type of reading. I feel like for a rom-com type book, it is a little bit long. So Mm -hmm. it's 393 pages. But I was really, really into the story the whole time. So that was fine with me. It is set in London. So I know Anna will like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Say no more, right? Basically, in the very first chapter, it opens and at the top of the page, it says like December 6th or something like that. And the year, Mm -hmm. the main girl, her name is Laurie, and she is 
coming home from work on the double-decker bus, as you do when you live in London. (laughs) How cool. And so she's riding on top of the double-decker bus and is leaning her head, you know, out the window. It's snowing, you know, winter in London, very festive kind of setting. And uh, they pull up to a bus stop. And at the bus stop, there is this guy sitting you know, at the stop waiting for his bus. And he happens to look up and they make eye contact from the bus to the bus stop bench. And they kind of like stare at each other for a second. Like neither one of them's really looking away. <laughs> and then they kind of start laughing. Like, why am I staring at this stranger? But they have like eyes locked. This is not his bus. So he's not getting on. But it sits there for a few minutes and he finally starts to get up. He's going to get up and just get on the bus. And she's kind of like smiling at him, you know, basically saying like, get on the bus. So he goes and he's almost up to the bus and the bus drives away. So, Mm. yeah, (laughs) a misconnection, love at first sight, call it what you want. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So anyway, of course, Lori comes home and tells her roommate slash best friend since college, uh, Sarah, about the chance encounter and all that. The chapter kind of spans like over eight months and, you know, they're just continuing on with their life, living life, going out to the bar going to work and all that but Laurie described what the guy looked like to Sarah you know so that she could be on the lookout so basically every time they're out and she sees somebody uh, that remotely looks like his description she's like is this him is this him and it never is Laurie will re-ride that route Um, of course it's her normal route anyway always looking for him at that stop he's never at the stop (laughs) Anyway, enough time goes by. It's the next December. So it's been a year at this point. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's still thinking about it. and But it's kind of like, oh, well, <laughs> what am I going to do? I have to move on, that kind of thing. Every year, Lori and Sarah host their Christmas party with friends at their apartment. Sarah is has just started dating this new guy, so is going to bring him to the party. And Laurie has invited her friends and all that. So they're at the party, and uh, Laurie is there, like, in the kitchen. And Sarah walks in with her new boyfriend, and guess who it is? It's Aww. the guy from yeah. the bus stop. So, of course, she's been talking up this guy. They've been dating, I think, for like a month or two at this point. Um, And Laura just hasn't met him yet. So, she's already heard about him. And uh, so, when she sees him, she kind of just like, you know, is a deer in the headlights. Doesn't really know what to do. But, of course, it's like, well, now it's my best friend's boyfriend. And... He didn't really seem like he recognized her, so Mm -hmm. she was just like, all right, I guess I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. So she doesn't say anything. Well, that is the first, like, chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay. Yeah. So the book spans 10 years in... (laughs) Yeah. No wonder it's almost 400 pages. (laughs) Exactly. It spans 10 years, kind of following the three of them. The book goes back and forth between Laurie's perspective and Jack, the guy, his perspective. 
Hmm. which is kind of cool i like when it does that because you can see both sides of the story a little bit get to know the characters better yeah yeah it has so many highs and a lot of lows i won't give away where it ends but as you can imagine like i don't know when i have like seen that type of plot not the exact thing but in a movie or book or whatever where you know somebody's in love with somebody's you know boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever I'm always just like this cannot end well for anybody (laughs) you know yeah I feel like it can't end well so I was a little just nervous the whole time like what's gonna happen and you know to me she should have just said like this is the guy right when she saw him that's my opinion. You might have a different opinion. Maybe you do, like, not say anything because they've been together a couple months and technically you didn't even know his name. But I couldn't imagine, like, keeping that secret. Like, mm-hmm. this is the guy that we were both looking for for almost yeah. a year, you know? Right. So I understood why she didn't, but I'm I'm like, you could have saved a lot of mess, probably. <laughs> Right. But then again, you wouldn't have a book. If she had said that, it yeah. would have been over. <laughs> so, right. That's why we read stories like that. It was really funny um, to me. Like, there was a lot of clever writing. Um, so, I really enjoyed the author's style. I would definitely read more of her books. I want to. It was funny because she is, they're obviously English. Like, they live in London. And there are a few words here and there where you can tell they're British. But I tried to really like tell myself, okay, they have British accents. So I kind of started like hearing that in my brain. Mm -hmm. So when I finished that book and started another one, I was reading those characters with a British accent. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to be like, wait a second. No, we're done with that now. (laughs) So it's just funny how quickly your brain can adjust. Right. Yeah, it's a really good book. I I think some people on Goodreads said that it was too long. And I get that. Especially in a story like that, you can feel like, all right, we're dragging it out. But I honestly enjoyed it spanning that length of time. Enjoyed the character development that happened. Um, And I felt really engrossed in the story and in that world. So, I don't know, I thought it was a little bit deeper and more complex than your regular straight-up kind of rom-com book. Yeah. If you've ever seen, like, One Day, uh, the movie, it it was started as book two, but the movie has uh, Anne Hathaway and that British guy I can never remember the name of, but he was in that (laughs) and Across the Universe, and I just can never remember his name. Uh, You know who I'm talking about? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. 21. Yes, and 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like that movie a lot. I started across the universe the other day, and I had to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, wa- I watched that movie when it first came out. I guess that was probably when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, oh, this is probably what it feels like to do acid or something but (laughs) (laughs) oh man I really wanted to like it because I feel like I've only heard good things but we know I'm not the biggest musical person anyway Mm -hmm. and I'm not like just a huge Beatles fan either I like some of their songs yeah 
then I wasn't really in the story. So it just, it was not getting me in any Yeah, way. it was the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those where we were like too randomly breaking into song. It just didn't flow to me. Right. And Jim Sturges. Jim is Sturges. The name we were trying to Thank think Thank you. Of. Thank you. That is him. So cute. I really like him. Mm-hmm. That's why I was trying to stick out across the universe. But it, I said, I'm not. life is too short i have too long of a list we're gonna (laughs) cross this one off yeah um i thought his name was jim okay yeah so anyway he he was in um one day with ann hathaway and a similar kind of story not the the girl is not there's not like a third party i guess but they were like friends and then they dated some and it was just a tumultuous uh, thing but like they would m- make sure to meet up on the same day every year mm-hmm. so you followed their life um so kind of similar setup in that regard i like a time jump or yeah a long span of time in a book or movie um that doesn't bother me i feel like some people don't like that which is fine but if you do and you like following them then i think this is a good book to get into I gave it four stars on Goodreads, if that means anything to anyone. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your Goodreads rating. That I think that's fun. Yeah. Um, maybe we need like a pop culture on the rocks version. <laughs> yes, I like that. Keep up with all our ratings. <laughs> yeah. But that sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, when you said it's based in London, I was, again, already sold. But mm-hmm. and it's and it's set in December. It's like, man the perfect <laughs> marriage right but that does sound really good so i yeah yeah i'd be interested to try that one either read it or find an audible version or something yeah i think that would be a really good one to listen to especially switching back and forth between laurie and jack mm, that would probably yeah. be entertaining from a listening standpoint so okay um and then you get to hear the accents i'm sure so there you go <laughs> But yeah, that is called One Day in December. Definitely check it out if you're interested. But that is all I have for this evening. Awesome. But uh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, Well, we, as I have said are excited to be back and have um, some great shows and other content coming up this year that we're excited to talk about. I feel like, like you said, a lot of the TV is, we're going back to like that 2000s game show mode, which we like. Yeah, absolutely a fan. Totally on board. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. You can keep up with all of our episodes and everything and chat with us via Instagram or Twitter, Discord, our email, all of the above. Uh, Everything is in the show notes, so you can check that out. We also have like 60-something other episodes that you can go listen to. Uh, We really are not biased towards any one genre or platform, (laughs) medium, any of that. So there's a little something for everyone I like to think. Yeah. But definitely be sure to leave us a rating if you liked this episode and subscribe so you don't miss out on our future 
endeavors. And feel free to tweet or email the Amazing Race Casting Department and say that you would like us to be on there. But I'm not I'm not requiring that. But Yeah, right. It's <laughs> if you feel like it, we would be happy. Uh <laughs> most definitely. Maybe we'll finally get to go to Jordan. Exactly. I would love that. Let's go for free. Why not? <laughs> I still can't remember the Sierra Miss thing that you told me twice. Starry. I can't. Starry. Yeah. I, I was like sparkle, sassy. <laughs> <laughs> like Callan said, thank you so much for listening and um, I hope you'll reach out. I'm actually about to get on Discord and message, start some threads about some fun, exciting things going on. So sweet. definitely want to see you and get to know you, all the listeners out there. But anyway, till next time, I'm Anna. And I'm Callan. Cheers. Cheers to that freaking weekend.